Dow's down 119 points. NASDAQ off 131. It's 12 noon. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Kaif, and a finger of blame is being pointed at Russia, accused today of trying to steal COVID-19 vaccine data. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The Russian hacking group is known as APT-29, though they're also called the Dukes and Cozy Bear. In a statement referencing agreement between the UK, US, and Canada, British intelligence officials accused the Russian group of targeting organizations working to develop a COVID vaccine. The apparent intent to steal information and intellectual property. The method? Malware. Target and CVS are the latest, latest major retailers to issue mask requirements for customers. Georgia's Republican governor has banned local officials from imposing orders to wear them. Not in Miami, where Mayor Francis Suarez indicates the daily caseload has been cut in half of the virus. And the percentage of positive cases is lower, but he says it's not a time to be complacent. When you get home, you cross that threshold, you take off your mask, you hug your family, you kiss your family. And what we're not realizing is that there's a tremendous amount of danger that's being brought into the home. From Florida, CBS's David Begno has one family's sad story. You can't let your guard down, not even one time. It takes that one slip up. Michelle Zimet says she, her husband John Place, and their four children all tested positive for coronavirus. She says her 21-year-old son likely brought the virus home after getting together with some friends who were lax about wearing masks. Her husband, John, is now on a ventilator. I know your 21-year-old son feels a lot of guilt. We all love him. It's not that we're blaming him. We could have caught it anywhere. His dad could have got it anywhere else. Another 1.3 million people applied for jobless benefits last week, about the same as the week before. Our business analyst, Jill Schlesinger. Continuing claims, meaning the number of people currently collecting unemployment insurance, dropped to 17 million 338,000. That's down by 300,000 from the previous week. The Republican National Committee says because of the coronavirus, it's going to hold attendance down on three of the four nights of the party nominating convention in Jacksonville to delegates only. Guests and alternates can attend the final night. CBS's Weijia Jiang says President Trump will be working now with a new campaign manager. CBS News has learned that advisors have told President Trump he has to get more combative and political, which we have seen this week. But the president is not open to new ideas and prefers to go off instinct. He also refuses to believe bad polling, even from his own team. Checking Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 143 points. NASDAQ is down about the same. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 12.03 on Thursday, July 16th. 81 and cloudy now, upper 80s to low 90s today. Good afternoon to you. I'm Deborah Feinstein. The top local stories we're following for you this hour. New information from D.C. public schools. A decision to delay a decision about when schools will open in the district. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser says that the official announcement on plans for the upcoming school year will now be delayed by about two weeks. So we're going to watch that data very closely over the next two weeks and delay our decision about the upcoming school year until Friday, July 31st. 
Friday, July 31st. That is when we expect to know more about reopening plans for schools in the district. The chancellor of DCPS, Louis Farabee, says parents will have the ability to choose a hybrid model of in-person and virtual learning or a virtual only option for the coming school year. Stay with us here on WTOP. Of course, we'll bring you more information. The mayor having a news conference as we speak. We'll bring you the very latest information as we get it. But again, two weeks now until a formal announcement on plans for the upcoming school year for D.C. public schools. Parents will have the ability to choose a hybrid model of both in-person and virtual learning or a virtual only option for the next school year. In Prince William County, meantime, the school board there has decided it will not be back in the classroom. A plan to allow Prince William County students to attend classes two days a week with virtual learning the rest of the week failed the board vote last night. One of those against was board member Lily Jesse, who said while she's heard kids are less likely to contract the virus. We need to think about teachers and the adults. We have one chance to get this right. If something happens to a teacher, if a teacher is infected, the school system is going to have to close down. After hours of discussion, the board was able to pass another motion that would see the first quarter of the school year be 100% virtual with the option for in-person classes for special education students with the goal of having all students in class two days a week in the second quarter if they feel it's safe. Michelle Marillo, WTOP News. Prince George's County is forging ahead with all distance learning the first half of the school year, and the system is promising a robust education despite the circumstances. School CEO Monica Goldson says students will have full days online, five days a week. So if your school was from 745 to 215, then that will be the hours of the virtual learning experience. Nearly 14,000 parents dialed into a Wednesday night conference call to question the school leader who told parents all subjects will be taught in distance learning. They're even looking for ways to teach choir and musical instruments. It will be just like being in school, but will be done virtually. And to avoid the online platform from crashing by the use of 136,000 students, Goldson says the school system will continue using both Zoom and Google Classroom. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. During a town hall meeting with Montgomery County Public Schools last night, the big question from parents was what happens if a student or staff member tests positive for the coronavirus? Dr. Travis Gales with the Montgomery County Health Department shed light on how schools and his department would handle positive cases during the school year at a Board of Education meeting this week. There will be an investigation to determine where the student or staff member was, which classroom, who they were around. The health department would then recommend further testing and quarantine for those people, plus deep cleaning of any surfaces that might have been exposed. Gales also suggested that if the exposure provided too big of a risk, school officials would have the option of shutting down the entire school. Luke Luker, WTOP News. And we've got a comprehensive list of what area school systems are doing this fall at WTOP.com. Search schools. Coming up on WTOP. Virginia State Police are looking into an officer's conduct during a traffic stop. I'm John Doman. 1207. Here's Nima Negabon, co-founder and chief technical officer at Kinetica on active analytics for government and public sector, sponsored by Kinetica. There's a tremendous realization of the need to be able to not just have your kind of classic access to data and classic ability to analyze data, but now be able to consume it in real time and not just one particular data feed, but all data feeds that a government agency might have access to. Have that access in real time, have that at your fingertips to fuse and correlate insight and make that easy and scalable for 
a federal agency. Federal agencies want to harness data to solve meaningful citizen challenges. This requires a new class of data-driven applications for driving actionable insight. Whether it be identifying national security threats in real time, modeling complex disaster risks, or enabling dynamic logistics and supply chains, Kinetica Active Analytics running on NVIDIA GPUs combines streaming, historical, and geospatial visualization and analysis with machine learning in one platform so government agencies can make decisions faster when every second counts. Learn how Kinetica is changing the way agencies use data at Kinetica.com. It's 12.08. Prevent the spread of viruses with Michael and Son's germicidal UVC. Go to michaelandson.com. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Rob Stallworth in the traffic center. Thank you very much. We're going to start in Maryland. Southbound 270, solid as you approach 109. The crash further south near the way scales has a single left lane getting it by the accident scene there with response still on scene southbound 270. Leaving 109, headed toward the way scales, and a single left getting you by. No problems on the Beltway, rolling through Montgomery County on the inner loop as you leave Bethesda, headed toward Silver Spring, but on the outer loop after the northwest branch, still the right lane blocked for that work zone there. No problems reported on I 95. Baltimore Washington Parkway, two issues. The first will start with northbound after 197, where the single left lane gets you by that emergency work. And southbound inside the Beltway near 410. Left lane gets you by that work zone as well. Eastbound and westbound Route 50 across the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Two-way operations running on the westbound span, which means three lanes are east and two lanes open in the westbound direction. Taking you at this point into the district, southbound DC 295 clear, leaving Eastern Avenue headed down toward uh, of course, the inbound 11th Street Bridge, but northbound DC 295 at Pennsylvania Avenue. The left lane is blocked for that work. For traveling in northwest, it was Georgia Avenue both ways near Florida Avenue, where you were under police direction for the crash scene there. Traveling in Virginia, you're clear on the beltway between Alexandria and McLean. 66 eastbound inside the beltway, the biggest delays past Washington Boulevard with the left lane getting you by that work zone. In Falkir County, Bealton, Route 28 both ways near Schoolhouse Road. You're under police direction for the crash there involving an overturned tractor trailer. Otherwise, I-95 so far so good as you make your way between the Springfield Interchange and Fredericksburg with all lanes reported to be available. WTOP reporters are driven by Fitzgerald Auto Mall. Choose from thousands of used cars and trucks on Fitzmall.com so you can travel safely in your own vehicle. That's the Fitzway. Visit Fitzmall.com. Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Chuck Bell. The humidity is back, and it is here to stay. Partly to at times mostly cloudy skies for the rest of your Thursday afternoon highs, mostly in the upper 80s, but a few spots could reach all the way to 90. Not a big rain chance today, just a passing sprinkler shower, that's it. On Friday, mid-70s on Friday morning, mid-90s on Friday afternoon. Better chance of some storms tomorrow and another chance for some thunderstorms on Saturday. Saturday's highs again, low to mid-90s. Little less rain chance on Sunday with a high of 98. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Belford, WTOP. 80 degrees in Manassas. We're at 79 in College Park and 81 in Friendship Heights. Upper 80s to low 90s today. 12-11 now. There's been another jump in coronavirus cases and deaths reported today in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
And one expert says it's related to what's happening elsewhere in the country. With other states seeing enormous coronavirus surges. It's implausible to think that that's not going to cause a problem here. As people travel around and spread the virus to other places, Dr. Joshua Sharfstein with the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health talks about another reason for higher local numbers. As we've opened up more, people have gone out more and not everybody has been careful. And so you, we're seeing increasing numbers of infections, particularly among younger people. In the past two days, D.C., Maryland and Virginia recorded more than 3,500 new cases and nearly 50 deaths. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In other news, an investigation is underway after video was released on social media showing a Virginia state trooper during a traffic stop. And I'm being forcefully removed. Take a look at me. I'm being I'm Right here, buddy. A lawyer for a Woodbridge man named Derek Thompson released the video this week. It stems from a traffic stop in April of last year. Thompson had an expired inspection decal as well as a suspended license. He would plead guilty to that as well as obstruction of justice without force after he's shown here refusing to get out of the car when he was arrested. You're going to get your ass whooped in front of... Lord in all creation. But Thompson's lawyer released the video because he says at the end it shows his client getting assaulted by Trooper Charles Hewitt. Virginia State Police agree what's in the video is problematic. Hewitt's on administrative leave. John Dome and WTOP News. Loudoun County is planning to make an even bolder move than potentially just changing its law enforcement structure. Days after proposing a voter referendum about forming a county police department, Board of Supervisors Chair Phyllis Randall says they're shifting away from that to a possible broader study of the county's governments. During this week's latest meeting, Randall says the feedback received was mostly split on the policing idea, but says there was a common theme among constituents wanting to see more figures and numbers. If the motion to launch a full government study is passed next week. Randall says it could take two years to complete. Ken Duffy, WTOP News. D.C.'s NFL team still has no official name, but experts say it was more than corporate pressure that led the team to make the change. Director of the Smithsonian National Museum of the American Indian, Kevin Gover, says the name and logo change is a big deal. We didn't want to celebrate prematurely because the demand is not just to get rid of the name, but to stop using Native Americans as mascots. He says he'd given up the team would change its name for moral reasons. Pepsi and Nike and, and FedEx would not have moved but for the long, long advocacy by Native American people. You need the grassroots to get the big dollar corporations to make a change. Virginia Tech communications professor Nika Logan says corporations should continue to embrace the moment of social change. I hope that it's ushering in a time of more thoughtful action. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. The head of the Smithsonian's National Museum of African Art says he's reviewing complaints about racism from a group of former employees and trustees. In a letter sent last week, 10 people say they experienced racial bias, hostile verbal attacks, and terminations, among other things. They say for more than a decade, the museum hired only white people to its staff of curators. The New York Times says Smithsonian Chief Lonnie Bunch says he's aware of the racism concerns and was before uh, being uh, told about this letter, sent this letter, and says he's installed a black administrator as the interim director in response. How are we doing on Wall Street? Jeff Claybaugh. Let's take a look. Right now, the Dow is down 144 points. The S&P 500 index is down a half percent. Money news in 10 minutes on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
think red. Dave Preston. Fall sports will be different at Georgetown and Howard this year. The Big East will hold only conference games this fall, while the MEAC is canceling all fall sports in 2020. Baseball nationals have been trying to ramp up their workouts, piping in music and crowd noise, manager Davey Martinez. It was nice to have some some crowd noise in there and um, and get some music and you know get the announcers going, get the scoreboard up. Like I said, I want I want to make these last uh, this last week or so as close as uh, as we can or just a real game. Nats face Philadelphia Saturday in their first of three exhibitions. PGA Tours Memorial Tournament first round in full swing. Mark Hubbard, Brendan Steele, Charles Howell III tied for the lead at four under par. Tiger Woods tees off in a little over an hour. NHL, the Capitals are four days into their training camp. TJ Oshie knows. It's going to be different without fans. I'm not sure how hard the celebrations will be after goals or... But I, I can I can say I think from our side there's going to be a, a certain sense of intensity that uh, Cast fans are used to being. You know we're we're here we're doing this we're away from our families we might as well go try to win it. Caps renew their affiliation with the South Carolina Stingrays of the ECHL. It's a three-year extension. Former Stingrays currently with the Caps include Braden Holtby. World Team Tennis break up the castles. Washington's 2-0 after last night's win over the San Diego Aviators. They'll face the Springfield Lasers at 3 this afternoon. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. A reward is offered for two escape felons in Virginia. We'll tell you about that after traffic and weather. 12-17. Mortgage rates are at historic lows. So if you have a mortgage, refinance it and forget it. You'll never have to worry about refinancing again. Network Capital Funding is offering our lowest 30-year fixed rate ever. 2.875 with a 2.89% APR. Incredible. With no origination fees or discount points. Network Capital has built a reputation for saving people time and money with our unique process that's fast, simple, and secure. Our our 30-year fixed rate is 2.875 with a 2.89% APR. Incredible. These are historically low rates you may never see again. So refinance it and forget it. It's your last refinance ever. Call the experts at Network Capital Funding right now. Call 800-500-1HIT. 800-500-1HIT. As in home run. Call now and save big on your new mortgage or refi. 800-500-1HIT. 800-500-1448.